Hello Gator Nation and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Albaverde, staff writer for the Lake City Reporter. What's up, Florida fans? Welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators. We got a lot of ground to cover on today's show. In the first segment, we're going to recap the coaching carousel and all the changes that have happened the last few days. And in the second segment, we'll be joined by Blake Alderman from 24-7 Sports to talk some Florida recruiting and recap what was a big weekend for Dan Mullen and his staff. But let's start with all the coaching news that's happened in the world of college football. On Monday, it looked like the Florida State Seminoles were getting ready to make a hire. They painted the field at Doe Campbell Stadium and they also set up a podium in their Champions Club looking like they were getting ready to make an announcement but then the Tallahassee Democrat came out with a report that a hire is not going to be made this week and then we found out today that Matt Campbell the Iowa State head coach has received a contract extension through 2025. He was the target for FSU yesterday. A deal was not able to get done and he has decided to stay at Iowa State and so the Seminoles in this FSU administration have to continue their search for Willie Taggart's replacement with all the guys that have said no to them at this point. I do think Memphis coach Mike Norvell could be the guy to watch out for. He's going to be in the mix for a few of these openings, but I do think that FSU is probably the best job out there for him. We also saw a pair of former UF coordinators let go on Sunday as Charlie Strong was fired at USF and Steve Adazio out at Boston College. Now with Strong no longer with the Bulls, a lot of people wondering if South Florida will decide to try to bring back Willie Taggart. He had a lot of success at USF and you have to think that he'll be in the mix for that job. And now that Strong is unemployed, a lot of Florida fans wondering if Gators defensive coordinator Todd Grantham makes the move to the NFL or potentially becomes the head coach at Virginia Tech. Would Strong be able to come back to UF as defensive coordinator and reunite with Mullen? We'll have to see how that plays out. And Steve Adazio already getting mentioned for a job opening. On Monday, it was reported that he could be a candidate for Will Muschamp at South Carolina to become his new offensive coordinator after he relieved his current OC of his play calling duties. Muschamp making a few staff changes at South Carolina, one of them being Jeff Dillman, the former Florida strength coach. He was let go from his position with the Gamecocks. And the big news on Monday was Chris Peterson stepping down at Washington, making a decision to walk away from the game of football at the age of 55 and, quote, recharge. So we'll see what Peterson's next step is. You also have the openings now in the SEC with Matt Luke getting fired at Ole Miss. The Rebels joined Arkansas and Mizzou in looking for new head coaches. Florida's West opponent in 2020. I wouldn't be surprised to see Ole Miss fill that vacancy before Arkansas and Mizzou, despite making the change later than they did. But one coaching hire that has happened is Greg Schiano at Rutgers. A deal went south a few days ago. The fan base was all up in arms. A lot of people mad that the administration could not bring him back. And they found a way to get a deal done. And he returns to the Scarlet Knights, a place where he had a lot of success before joining the Tampa Bay Bucks. So these last few days have just been crazy with all the coaching changes and news. And there's been some good news for the Gators on the recruiting trail as they got a pair of commitments on Sunday night. Another set of Pouncey brothers, Jordan and Ethan, made their commitment to UF with a commitment video that I directed. Jordan is a former wide receiver at Texas who will be making the move to Gainesville. And then his younger brother, Ethan, is a top 100 cornerback in the class of 2020. And his commitment to the Gators 
vaulted them into the top 10 on the 24-7 sports rankings. And 247 actually has him as the number 88th player in the nation. So they are really high on Ethan Pouncey. And Rivals.com is really high on Florida linebacker commit Derek Wingo. They updated their recruiting rankings on Tuesday. And Wingo is now rated a five-star prospect in the Rivals 100 and I know that Gator fans are going to love seeing all those stars next to his name. When we come back from this first break, we'll be joined by Blake Alderman from 24-7 Sports to talk some Florida recruiting, the big visitor weekend that the Gators had for the FSU game, and where the coaches have been hitting the road this week. You're listening to Locked on Gators, your team every day. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code Locked On. Listening on the go? If you can't visit DoorDash right now, you can find this and all other great offers from Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcast.com slash offers. Blake, thanks for joining us on the Locked On Gators podcast. Hope you still got some Thanksgiving food left over that you've been chomping on. Yeah, man. I'm a... Uh going to try to hold these off for quite a while i was in gainesville last weekend and the entire time i was there i was having like dreams while i was waiting for all the prospects to come out for that plate of leftovers and the holiday traffic on i-75 going north i'm sitting there thinking about food so and i was really glad to get back to those leftovers i know man we we still got some cakes and, and like goodies and desserts and stuff that i'm i'm still munching on so it never stops and uh recruiting never stops and being a polk county man you know the Pouncey name and how big it is, especially with the twin brothers who came to UF, won national championships, went on to be first-round picks, now playing in the NFL. And the Gators were able to tap into that lineage once again. Their cousins, Ethan and Jordan, committed to Florida over the weekend, uh, announcing the commitment video. Ethan, a really big pickup for the 2020 class at, at the cornerback position. And can you just talk about those two guys, kind of what that impact does, for this class and, and just getting those names kind of associated with UF football again? Sure. You know, I think from the first and foremost, you know, it brings that little bit of nostalgia. You know, I think all these fans know about the Pouncey twins, um, that what they did for Florida's offensive line and, you know, the, the, how they were really tied into not only being first round draft picks, but Florida's national championship. So, you know, I think it's, you know, uh, it, it, there's lots of things that you kind of, when you're a Florida fan, you pick up on from the past when Mullen's been here. You know, you have the the term of the Percy position brought back. Um, you know, there, there's you know quarterbacks being you know quarterback play being you know really high again. And then you know you, you know now another uh, page added to the book about the Pouncey brothers. Uh, obviously, Ethan Pouncey is a big time cornerback for Florida. Twenty four seven is actually a lot higher on him than uh, most of the other industry uh, rankings out there. We have him actually at number eighty eight in the entire country, number seven cornerback. Uh, you know, that's coming off a lot of a really stellar junior tape. He was injured, I believe, the entire part of his senior year. If not the entire, it was the majority of it. Uh, so, you know, he's a really lanky guy. Um, he could stand to use to add some weight there, but uh, he's going to be an early enrollee for Florida when he signs in December. Uh, so that'll be big for, you know, just getting him in the weight program and, you know, getting him in the playbook. And Nick Savage is one to really do wonders in quite a bit, of, quite a short bit of time, I should say. Um, so, yeah, big pickup there. Florida obviously is looking to add some more defensive backs. And, uh, you know, that's a big-time get for Florida. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, Florida had landed some cornerbacks. You know, they were really kind of set on their cornerbacks with four-stars Avery Helm and Jahari Rogers. Um, you know, they even kind of turned away some other guys that were looking at them and giving them a look at corner. Um, and then Ethan Pouncey decommitted from Texas. And Florida really changed their stance on taking another cornerback. And I think that should just show a lot of fans what Florida really thinks of this guy. And they think they're getting a big-time player. 
Uh, his brother Jordan, uh, he's a, I believe he will be a graduate transfer, but I'm not completely sure on that. I'm not sure if he'll have to apply for a waiver if he'll be able to play right away. Um, I'm still kind of digging into that there. But uh, obviously he's a transfer from Texas. He brings some college experience. Um, he was committed to Notre Dame out of high school. I, you know, I think that you know whenever you link those guys there, you, you kind of bring that. You know, you have to have some smarts to go to Notre Dame. So I think that kind of speaks a lot about his football IQ. The uh, original Florida staff, I believe it was it was McElwain, um, actually offered him as a defensive back out of high school. So he's a really high athletic play kid. He'll be a wide receiver for Florida. And whenever you have four seniors transferring, uh, I think Florida could lose up to six, depending on how some underclassmen decide things for the draft. So that being said. Florida's not going to bring a ton of experience back at wide receiver, and it's always good to have a guy that can bring some college experience. Uh, I think now that the question is, is will be Florida be able to have him play immediately as a graduate transfer, or will he have to sit out? But either way, um, you know, the future's looking bright for those guys coming in and, and making an impact for Florida. Obviously, those two guys visited this past weekend, were in attendance for the FSU game, and then they announced their decisions on Sunday. So, the Gators are able to produce some commitments from that big recruiting weekend that they had Obviously, a, bunch, a ton of other guys that, that made their way to Gainesville, some official visitors, and, and a lot of guys who I think spoke with you afterward, Blake, and, and as you would imagine, had some really high remarks for Florida after they dominated their in-state rival to the tune of 40-17, to 17, and I, I think gave recruits a, a really a sight to see in the swamp in terms of the sold-out crowd. We've all seen the video now of the, of the fourth quarter song, uh, Won't Back Down. So that was really kind of the theme that I think Dan Mullen – and the staff can now benefit from as, as they go out on the recruiting trail. Yeah, absolutely. You always want to dominate your rival. Um, it really brings some speed, you know, some you know, some bragging rights from the recruiting trail. You know, it's not every year that Florida plays Miami. I know that's starting to become something that's a bit more of a tradition now. At least it, it seems like the ADs at both schools, at least Florida, you know, made an effort with Miami to you know kind of bring that you know rivalry games back. And you know, it's bragging rights, man. Whenever you're you know kind of running the state, Florida's have tons of graphics out. You know, just kind of tweeting things out on social media and whatnot, just you know bragging that they own the state. And uh, you know, th- those kind of things carry over, man. It's, it's recruiting season now, full swing. The coaches are hitting the road. Uh, they'll be busy all week. And you know, they, a win like that, you know, while I know Florida State's been down. Uh, maybe not quite the big premier program, at least the last couple of years, but, you know, it's always big to win these types of games. It, it would certainly give bragging rights to these kids to, you know, grow up watching these teams. And now, obviously, they, they go out on the recruiting trail. They, they approach the early signing period, and they got themselves in a position to close strong. They have a top-10 class, and they have a lot of top targets out there with some needs that they still need to meet. First of all, before we talk about the remaining guys in, in positions, what do you think of the class as it stands right now, the commitments that they have, and just kind of the job that Dan Mullen and the staff has done in the 2020 cycle? You know, I think it's big every year uh, to get a, a quarterback that you really like, and I think you can start there with Anthony Richardson. Florida got him on uh, on board pretty early. I know he backed off things and, you know, wanted to look around. He had some new offers, um, and he found his way back into the class, and I think he's a perfect fit for what Mullen wants to do. He's a guy that can run. He's big and athletic. Um, he's he's made leaps and bounds uh, on his throwing mechanics um, just in the last year, and I you know I, I've seen him work a lot in camps at UF, and I think a lot of that can be said of his game improve. I mean, obviously he's doing his own work on his own time, and he's got his own instructors and whatnot, but he's also worked a lot with the Florida coaches, which are known for producing big time quarterbacks. So you know I'm pretty excited to see him. I know that he's going to have to wait in line a little bit with some of the guys that Florida's got now, obviously Trask and Emory Jones, but uh, you know I'm pretty excited for what Anthony Richardson can bring to the table. Uh, Florida's going to need some help in the secondary. I think they've been a, done a good job there, continuing to add depth. 
with, uh, you know, guys like Marco Wilson, uh, you know, Sean Davis, Chris, uh, CJ Henderson, you know, these are guys that are kind of in limbo now of, you know, will they stay? Will they go to the draft? So Florida's recruiting absolutely like they're, you know, looking to add some depth in there. I, I really like Jahari Rogers. I really like Avery Helm, a fair four-star cornerback. I also really like a guy, uh, Rashad Torrance, a three-star safety out of Georgia. And I also really like a guy out of Arkansas up in uh, St. John's. Jacksonville area, Trevez Johnson. We have them currently ranked as three stars, but, you know, I think those are guys that are uh, a little on the underrated side just from looking at their tape. You know, they're guys that aren't afraid to tackle. Uh, they put together a really solid senior year, so I'm pretty excited about those guys. Uh, you know, same thing uh, with defensive line. Forder had a big need at defensive line. Uh, I think that should be a really, uh, you know, commendable job what David Turner's done on the recruiting trail for Florida so far. Yeah, no start, doubt. We have to start with Gervon Dexter, you know, the, the big-time, uh, highly recruited defensive tackle out of Polk County. Um, that's a guy that I think is going to make the case for immediate playing time at Florida. Uh, you continue to look along the defensive line. You have a four-star defensive tackle in Johnny Brown. And personally, to me, you know, he's not a he's he's got an interesting build where he's still gaining weight. Um, he's not the tallest type, so I, I think he's going to make his impact. He's played a lot of deep tackle for his school, but he's really athletic. To where I think he's a guy that could slide outside and maybe play some defensive end at the next level. Um, but with the way Florida uses these defensive linemen, you're going to want some guys that are a little versatile and play a little bit of both. But, uh, you know, it's just kind of me thinking out loud from just what I've seen from playing. Uh, from Johnny Brown and his play, another guy Florida fans forget about is four-star uh, Lamar Gish out of Kentucky. Or, excuse me, he was committed to Kentucky. He's out of Connecticut. Uh, I think he's a big-time player. He's got a big frame. He's another guy who's going to be an early enrollee for Florida. He's going to get in there and be able to work in the program. So I'm pretty excited about what Florida's done on the defensive line. He's got a lot of targets still on the board. Four-star Jalen Lane, four-star uh, Timothy Smith. He's committed to Bama, but it's taken several visits to Florida. So, uh, so the three-star uh, Clyde Pinder, he's a UNC commit out of Armwood. So there's still quite a few targets left. And that's not even considering some of these edge guys that Florida's got in the class already. A guy like Antoine Powell. We're still looking at a couple other guys. So, I mean, Florida's really seems to be loading up on these edge guys and these defensive uh, interior type guys. Um, so I think there's still some needs there. Um, but from looking at that now, I think Florida's met a lot of needs. Um, there's still some needs left to be met. But so far, Florida's put together a really solid class. 21 commits at this time, and the coaches are out on the trail right now every day, having in-home visits, going into schools, and, and trying to close strong. As you look at this class as it stands now with, with the commits, they have you know about six spots maximum that, that they could fill. We'll see how those last few spots shake out, but what positions or positions do you feel like are really the most important for Florida here down the stretch and that they really need to try to address? Yeah, you know, I think whenever you look at, you know, and I, I know you didn't exactly ask, but whenever you look at, you know, these last remaining spots, Florida's kind of juggling quite a few guys, so I think there's still a lot of scenarios of things that could happen. Um, you know, they're, they're juggling a lot of defensive linemen right now, a couple edge guys. Um, you know, they're looking at some guys in the secondary. So I think it's going to be really interesting. And this is – I haven't really seen so many targets uh, maybe so late in the process with Florida having 21 commits now. So I'm, I'm really kind of interested to see how these spots play out. Uh, obviously, for me, looking at the needs, I think running back is one of the biggest ones, just mainly off the fact that Florida doesn't have one committed. They're looking at a couple guys that say some of the really, you know, important guys to keep an eye on. Four-star Jaquavius Marks, four-star Jameer Gibbs, who will actually be signing in February um, and not December. And then you have a, a three-star, four-star. I think he's a Cuss guy. I believe he's a four-star in 24-7 sports. Henry Parrish, um, he's down in Miami Columbus High School. Um, he, he's put together a really solid year this year. Um, he's a Pittsburgh commit, but he's continued to look around. He took an official visit to South Carolina, uh, an unofficial visit to Florida last weekend. 
He's a little unsure right now if he's going to sign in December or February, but, you know, Florida's really looking at a couple other backs. E.J. Smith, the son of Emmett Smith, another guy Florida's looking at, too. He's already used his official visit to Florida. I think Stanford is probably the team to watch there right now. So running back, definitely. Uh, Florida's going to need uh, a big need at wide receiver. I mentioned earlier that they could lose up to six, if not four uh, wide receivers, and they've got a couple of the targets they're looking at right now. I uh, had some on campus this past weekend. So I, I think Florida could also stand to add another safety into their class. You know, they just haven't done a good job of finding uh, maybe a, a, bulk, a bulk load of safeties every year, um, you know, maybe some here and there as they kind of even spread out. So I think this year is the year that to load up. Um, not a ton of options, but Florida's got a couple that they're continuing to talk with. But I, I would say those are probably the biggest needs right now, um, maybe even add in some more defensive linemen. So running back, wide receiver, um, defensive line, and I think those are probably some of the biggest needs for them. Really great stuff. We really appreciate the uh, perspective, and I'm sure you're knee-deep into all this stuff, man, as, as this gets gets ready to uh, crank up. But Christmas right around the corner, you'll get some, some more food and uh, you know stuff on your plate that you can kick back and relax again. Yeah, man, already looking forward to the day after the early signing period. <laughs> That's when you get to go on uh, one of two unfollowing sprees. So. Oh, man, National Unfollow Day is one of my favorite holidays. And then usually that's sometime on vacation whenever I uh, kind of unwind for a little while once, these, uh, once the dominoes all fall. No doubt, man. Well, let people know uh, where they can follow you on Twitter. It's not Mr. Alderman anymore, unfortunately. No, that, that, no, that jersey got retired. I had to grow up a little bit there. So my, my Twitter handle, I, I tweet a lot of my stories. Um, that's where a lot of my content comes from on, on 24-7. Uh, it's at Blake underscore Alderman. Uh, a lot of my content, again, is on there. But, you know, a lot of uh, what I put up is on our site, Swamp 24-7. Uh, it's Florida's 24-7 sports site. Uh, we have uh, actually a promotion that ends uh, later today, uh, which is on Tuesday, our Cyber Monday deal. So we're we're getting a lot of promotions there. Um, we're going to have a lot of other deals going on with the holiday season. So, uh, you know, never miss anything with the recruiting season. We're, we're giving lots of deals. We're probably giving the juice away for free. Appreciate Blake for his time and perspective on Florida recruiting, and that'll do it for the latest edition of Locked on Gators. On today's show, we recapped all the news and changes with the coaching carousel in college football, and we talked some recruiting with Blake Alderman from 24-7 Sports. On tomorrow's show, we'll look at where the Gators check in and the latest college football playoff rankings and what their bold prospects could look like. Make sure you stay tuned to Locked on Gators, your team every day.